Ciao, Bella. I am Oceana Fortuna, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit to embrace the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. And may good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe Love and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. Before I begin today, I just want to express my gratitude for my listeners. I really appreciate that you take the time to hear what I have to say and share with you. And it means so much to me. It really fills my heart. So thank you so much. The topic for today's episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast is how to bring more magic into your daily life. And I've created a list of 30 things, or let's say gathered a list of 30 things you can do to heighten magic and feel more connected to it. And the idea is to elevate your energy, which is really the foundation for opening to and attracting more magic. The more you engage with magic, the more you will see it manifest in your everyday world. For me, magic is about synchronicities, things coming together answers or help out of the blue, clarity that I wasn't having before, and feeling helped, supported, or guided by the spirit world. Magic is the divine spark for my life here on earth and a powerful resource to tap into to be used for the good of all concerned. So this list came to me, or I started gathering up this list, wondering How could I be more consistent with my magical practice? And I don't usually do um, spell work, so that is certainly another way to bring a lot of magic into your life. It's just not something that I do very often. So know that this list is by no means exhaustive or complete in any way, but It does offer a number of very simple, quick-to-do exercises that will raise your vibration and call in your energy and help you lean into the magic that is all around you naturally. I'm so excited to share these methods with you and know I'm only scratching the surface of the kinds of things you can do. For me, sometimes I get bogged down, you know, in the details of life and the goings-on that might not be the most fun. And that can weigh me down. You know, when I get aggravated about things or feel like things should have gone in a different way or whatever, surprised by something. But recently, uh, when I wasn't feeling very magical, I started thinking, hmm, how can I shift this? How can I be more consistent with my magic? How can I experience it more daily in my life? And my thought was that if I could do a few little things that reminded me of how magical life is, it would make a big difference. And it does. The list of 30 activities take mm, maybe a minute or less, most of them. Some of them might be longer, and you could certainly stretch them out if you like and enjoy them. 
but they will help you reconnect with the magic that is, of course, all around you. And after all, you are the magic. I am the magic. The magic is everywhere you go. So there really isn't a place where there isn't magic if you're open to it, aware of it, awake for it, that sort of thing. Of course, you could certainly spend a lot longer or create a ritual combining a few of these methods. So it's totally up to you. Be creative and do what's right for you. Plus, these magical moments will blend nicely with some of your own ideas and actions and activities that you do. Whatever you decide to do, now you have plenty of ways to seek magic daily. Don't feel like whatever you pick you have to do every day. You can mix things up or skip around. Or you can make a lengthy ritual or a short ritual and be consistent. The choice is yours and there is no wrong way to engage with or have daily magic in your life. So we might as well get started with the list, right? Let's begin. The first one would be when you wake up, you're going to have a morning cup of something. So when you sit down and you get ready to drink that, or even as you prepare it, you can put your hands on either side of your morning cup and send energy into it. So if you know Reiki, this is a great place to use your Reiki for yourself. Pour some Reiki into your cup, even if it's a glass of water, whatever it is, for self-healing and magic so that you can be your best for the day. Honestly, um, you can do that to your food as well. You know, there's plenty of opportunities for you to do this all day long, but you can also just start with your morning cup of tea or coffee or matcha, whatever it is that you have. Number two, now that you've put energy in the cup, contemplate while you sip your morning coffee or tea. Take time while your beverage is still hot to think about your day and maybe make a few plans or figure out some details, contemplate what the day is about for you or notice how you're feeling. Whatever it is, take that time to be conscious while you're having your first beverage of the day. Number three, set an intention for your day and see yourself later feeling satisfied knowing that you've accomplished what you set out to do. This is a great way to set up the energy to flow in the direction that you want. I've done this a lot and uh, when I remember to do this, it really makes a difference in how my day flows. Number four, start your day by saying, I am open to the magic all around me. Be enthusiastic and put some energy into it, you know. So you might say, I am open to the magic all around me. I am the magic. I am part of the magic. So you can add some other words to it or whatever, but put some oomph into it because it's in the oomph that helps you feel it that really starts and activates the magic that is there. Number five say a prayer. Now, that's pretty commonplace, right? A prayer. And maybe you pray and maybe you don't, but you can make up your prayers if you don't want to use traditional prayers that you might know. And you can call upon a a deity, if you like, as well, or a spirit. And prayers are very magical. Why not? 
Absolutely, prayers are magical. So it could be as simple as saying a prayer, whether it's Hail Mary or the Amida or whatever it is for you, or your own made-up prayer, which is just as valuable. So don't forget prayer. Number six, greet your ancestors. And I already did this this morning. So I set up an ancestor altar, and on it I have old photos I have my father's family, his mother and father, and two of his brothers, and him as a baby. So cute. And then I have another one that was my grandmother, my mother's mother, my grandmother's family. Like, I don't even know who those people are. Um, I never met my great uncle and aunt on her side. So, but it's a beautiful picture, and it does have my grandmother in it. So I say hello to them, and then my mother's My mother and father, of course, are on there, and I also have my mother's brother and his wife on there as well. It's all pictures of people who have passed. It's not people who are still in on the earth plane. They've all passed in in the spirit world. I come down the stairs in the morning, and I stop at this altar that I've set up, and I look at their pictures, and I say hello. And then I say, thank you. And here's what I thank them for. I thank them for their DNA. I thank them for all the good qualities that I've inherited. I thank them for their wisdom and guidance and love and caring that was passed down. For any help and support that they provide for me now, if they're watching over me and spending time with me and guiding me and making sure I'm okay, Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for that. And any inheritance I received, I certainly say thank you for that. I'm very grateful to my ancestors, and I never used to feel this way, but I had a magic coach for a while, and she said, oh, you can do ancestral work. I was never drawn to that. But then one day I thought, "Mm, I'm going to try it. And I put up all these pictures, and I put some crystals out and a candle and I put up a glass, you know, I have a glass of water that I change regularly that as an offering to them. When I remember to go over there, which I do more and more, it feels really good to connect with them. So that is number six. Number seven, journal about gratitude. You know, there's been a lot of research about how when you do this practice for one month, or you start stretching it out and you get to three months, it actually has lasting impact. It shifts your outlook to be more positive. It uplifts your vibration and energy, and it makes you happier. So mm, can't go wrong with expressing your gratitude. It will definitely lift and elevate your energy. I often list 10 things I'm grateful for about my life and definitely try to mix it up. You don't want to always be grateful for the same things. If it's too hard, just do three or five things that you're grateful for every day. But really feel into the gratitude. It's not just about writing it out and being done with it. You want to feel that gratitude because that in the feeling, in the emotion, that's what lifts your energy. I really encourage you to try that. I push myself to find unique things every day to be grateful for. Sometimes there's some similar things. There's nothing wrong with that. Mix it up a little. Push yourself to see new things to be grateful for because that is where you really stretch your energy and create a greater sense of optimism. Number eight. 
connect with the oneness of all there is. I don't remember how many years ago, it could be eight or 10, I wrote this little prayer, which I will share with you. I think I've shared it in another podcast, but I'm going to share it now. And this is, it's a channeled message or a channeled prayer. So here we go. Connect with the oneness and expand. Celebrate that you are a part of everything. Elevate your energy to the level of your desire and shine. Shine like the sun. Beam love and joy from your heart. Embrace the sparkling being you already are. Flow with the universe and blossom. And be grateful for all you are and have today. And whenever I say this, I just feel the energy in me buzz and align and expand. And I hope it works like that for you too. I don't know if it will, but by all means, give it a try. When I intentionally decide to do that as a quick meditation and connect with the oneness, I always feel different. And sometimes I just want to connect with the oneness. I just breathe it in. I'm like, I'm connecting with the oneness. Take a really deep, slow breath and then exhale slowly as well. That is a great way to connect with the oneness and so simple. You don't have to remember any prayer or any words. Just breathe in and let that be your intention. Remember, we are a part of everything and that puts you in a very magical space where so much more is possible. Number nine, play an instrument. So one year, I treated myself to a crystal bowl that's attuned to the heart chakra because I've spent many years as a love coach, so I'm all about the heart, and I love to hear it sing. But for the longest time, it was up on a shelf, like a decorative item and out of reach and couldn't be played. But now I've moved it because it certainly, you know, it suddenly occurred to me, What am I doing with that thing on display? It's meant to be played. So I've moved it onto a pedestal, and now I can easily reach it and play it. And that sound opens my heart and resonates so deeply. I also have Koshi chimes, and it's like a paper tube with these. I don't know how it works. It's sort of a mystery inside, but there's all these little metal things, I guess, inside that get pinged. And it makes the most wonderful tinkling sound. There's a lot of YouTube videos of music with Koshi Chimes. K-O-S-H-I. Check it out. Amazing. So I have chimes. I have a bell from Tibet. You could play your drum or any other instrument that you want to play. You know, whatever you have. From a kazoo to a recorder to a flute to a piano or a violin. Whatever it is for you. Think about bringing in magic as the music plays. Because anytime you're playing music, you're raising your vibration and you're elevating yourself. And so as you play the music, you are getting in touch with the magic by all means. And it's fun, which will always bring in some magic. Number 10, pick a card for the day. I know this isn't rocket science, but... If we're looking for things to combine and ways to elevate your magic, and if you're in this little place where you're like, ew, I can't believe it's Monday again, pick a card and see what's in store for you for the day or for the week. 
Tapping into the energy of tarot cards or some other kind of oracle deck is a great way to tune into the magic of your life and to gain better clarity and understanding about what you're in the midst of and what's happening for you, what your journey is, what you're learning. Card will give you a focus for the day or for the week, depending on how you use it. And it's fun to think about this at the end of your day after you picked your card and you've had your day or at the end of your week. Notice any magic that has happened, right? Pay attention because you have to acknowledge the magic in order to have more. That should be its own tip, right? Number 11, clear the energy in your home. So what could be better for creating magic than starting with a clean slate? That's what clearing does for you. In episode five of the Free Love and Magic podcast, it's all about clearing. Lots of options to pick from for clearing your energy, clearing your home's energy. A few ideas include smudging with a stage stick or using Palo Santo wood or washing your front door, which is a feng shui method, and sweeping in front of the threshold of your home and your front door and your um, back door. That's very feng shui. Clearing makes room for something new, and magic is a part of that. Clearing doesn't need to be done daily for your home or for yourself. You know, it's up to you. You don't have to be obsessive about clearing. But, you know, in Asian cultures, they do sweep in front of the front and rear door, the entrances, every day. It's a way to get the energy moving and get things started. So you can certainly do that, too. You can use any of these ideas as often as you like. Clearing your energy sets the stage for bringing in more magic. Number 12 is to clear your own energy from your earthly body. So again, you could use the smudge stick or the Palo Santo wand, or you could take a bath in Epsom salt or any other kind of bath salts. You could sweep your body and definitely your head with selenite wand. And that's a wonderful crystal that's got like a lot of striations. It's white sort of, it's translucent, and it's not expensive at all. You can get it in so many places. They sell them on Etsy, on Amazon. It's completely accessible and inexpensive. And it's wonderful. Like if you focus it on your head, it's supposed to help you really clear your thoughts. Like if you're thinking, 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 you want to clear that, you can use the selenite wand and sweep yourself. But you can sweep the whole body with the intention of removing anything you no longer need, getting rid of negativity, and of course, raising your vibration. Most people say to clear before you do any kind of magic, and so you are as clear as possible to get the better results, and the higher vibe would certainly be more attractive. Makes sense, right? Another thing to clear is your chakras. Clearing your home or your energy field, keeping your chakras clear and open makes it easier to attract more magic into your life. So I learned this from, oh, I can't remember her last name, Suzanne. It'll come to me. Anyway, she did this incredible meditation that I'm so in love with. And so she had you imagine with your eyes closed a wall of light, big, very big, like think six feet by 10 feet or something like that, just really massive and thick. It could be six inches deep or a a foot deep. And obviously it's just a wall of light. So it's going to move towards you from in front of you and just move right through your body, clearing all of your seven chakras and all the ones above your head as well, all at the same time, and then going behind you. And then 
you can also have it come from behind you and reverse and go from the back to the front, clearing every one of those chakras at the same time again to make sure that's really clear. And then you can do another pass through with the energy coming from above and coming down through your body, through all of the chakras, and then finalize by going back up as well with the wall of light coming back up. And I've added a little trick, which is to say that as the wall goes back up and takes away any vestiges of anything else that's left in your chakras from keeping them from spinning in the right way and doing everything they're supposed to do for you, then you can have them activated as well. It was just something that came to me. So you can activate all your chakras to make sure they're all spinning in the right direction. Number 14, spend time manifesting something you want. When you choose a goal or set your sights on something that you desire, then focus your energy on getting it. That is very magical. Manifesting is an incredibly magical practice. To manifest your heart's desire or something less daunting like a great meal at a restaurant, um, that really connects you to the divine spark and helps you feel like you're definitely putting forth the energy of what you want to create what you want in your life. There's a million manifesting techniques, and I don't need to go through all of those today, but I encourage you to do some manifesting, and feel free to not start with manifesting, you know, $100,000 or a million dollars or whatever. Start with something little so that you can start to have successes and build up, and that will give you a lot of confidence, help you see results right away. Sometimes people go for the super big stuff immediately, and then they get tired of it because they're not seeing results. And it's hard because those big things take time to see results. So if you have something really big that you're intent on manifesting, have markers along the way so that you can see you're making progress. That's my little tip on manifesting. Chunk it down so that you don't have to wait a year and a half to see your results. You'll see steps along the way that make you feel good and let you know, hey, I'm making progress. Number 15. Call on your spirit guides, angels, and ascended masters. Reach out to all the etheric beings who are committed to helping you in this lifetime and beyond. When you ask for their help, they will come and this lifts your vibration as they come to your aid. They are there to help you and serve you and guide you. Calling on any helpers of any kind, whether it could be even your higher self, always is a great way to tune into your magic or enhance, enhance the magic that you already have. Number 16, I love this one, send blessings. So you might send blessings to your family and friends, the people you're the closest to. If you have a daily practice, this is a great thing to add really adds like a heartfelt dimension, sending blessings for whatever your closest peeps need, or it could even be whatever they need that's general, you know, whatever would help them overall, asking that spirit share whatever they need with them. This has always felt very magical for me and is an easy way to feel the power within me. And it's not focused on me. It's Sending my magic out to the world. It's sending my magic out to the people I love who mean so much to me. 
So that feels very magical. And blessings, you don't even have to know what blessing they might need. You can just say, sending you blessings. You can visualize something coming from your heart and sending it out to each person individually, or you can put them all in a group before your, you know, in your mind's eye and send that to them all at the same time. Or maybe somebody's having a little problem or needs an extra little bit of help, and you can send them a couple of blessings throughout the day. It all feels good because it's you extending yourself to help and support another. Blessings are very magical. Number 17, light a candle. Again, not rocket science. However, when I really need to focus my mind, focus my energy on something I'm doing on a project or especially when I'm being creative, like when I have to write a bunch of stuff, a lot of times I write, I light a candle like a ritual and I know that I'm drawing in energy, I'm attracting more light I'm lighting my way. I'm setting a tone. Lighting a candle signifies that something special is going on, and I'm calling in the energy to help me complete a task. So I'm kind of setting up a boundary that right now I'm in the middle of a spiritual practice and focus and calling in any help that is available to me or any magic at the time, right? So there you go. Lighting a candle is very magical. Number 18, sing a chant or song. All right, so here I'm going to out myself. I've written many chants. A lot of them are affirmational, and I set them to music, and it's just this intuitive process. It just comes to me. I mean, I'm not going to quit my day job, but I will tell you that when I was manifesting love and looking for my husband, I sang my little affirmations or chants all the time because they made me feel good. And I've heard different statistics that our bodies are 60% water or 70% water. I'm not really sure how much the human body has of water, but it's way more than half. And that means sound travels really fast and quickly through water. So it will through your body as well. So when you sing, you're actually sending vibration through your vocal cords and that reverberates throughout every cell in your body and lifts your energy lifts your spirit. Singing for me is such a happy thing. Nobody else has to listen to me. It's just for me. So whenever I'm singing and then I'm doing my affirmational chants, I'm setting up the energy for what I want and that is very magical. And I have attracted writing gigs, attracted new friendships, (laughs) attracted my husband. I even wrote one about how life is magical when I wanted to see and experience more magic. You can use your own little ditties or songs or chants, or you can make one up. You can use somebody else's. There's lots of stuff out there about positive chants. But most of all, have fun with it because it's the emotion, again, that really sets up the vibration. So you want happy, fun songs, chants. Number 19, express gratitude. So if you want to connect to the magic that is all around you, express gratitude for all that you have accomplished, all that you are and all that you have. If you really go into a feeling place with this and feel that gratefulness, 
You cannot help but feel the magic draw in all around you. It's so amazing. Expressing gratitude completely lifts your vibration. And we talked about that with the journaling bit a bit also. So, but you can say it out loud. Number 20. I know this one's kind of funny, but I have to say I really love it. So talk to your plants. Everything on earth is connected to the greater oneness. Your plants are alive and have a vibration. They respond to your voice, especially positive, calming, encouraging messages. Sending them love. Talk to your plants. Ask them what they need. Build a relationship with them. That's very magical. You maybe even just do this when you water them. You walk around, you water your plants. I I have to say I have plants all over my house. It's a little jungle in my kitchen. And sometimes I talk to them and I take out my scissors and I trim what needs to be trimmed and I ask them what they need and I tell them how much I love them. There's been a lot of research done about communication with plants and that it's absolutely real. Not only that, but plants talk to each other, which is pretty amazing. And they definitely respond to like classical music and positive music and stuff. If you're speaking to them in that same positive tone, using your voice in a regular, normal, sing-song, melodic way, you're going to be interacting with your plants and making a difference for them. I think that's magical. All right, number 21 is automatic writing. Sometimes when I want to talk to spirit and I haven't had much results in my meditations or whatever, I take out a journal and I pose a question to my spirit guides and I'll say, what do I need to know today? Or why is this happening to me right now? Whatever that thing is that's happening. Then I have my pen in hand already and I don't stop to think about the message. I just start writing. So sometimes you nothing is coming to you to write. And so you can just write duck, duck, goose, or I'm writing with my guides now, or I'm waiting for the messages, or messages are coming to me now. And then eventually you're going to start writing stuff. Um, automatic writing is amazingly magical. I have gotten some of the best messages ever, really encouraging words and great clarity from what I do with automatic writing with my guides. I will tell you, though, that one thing I've noticed is sometimes when I read it immediately following completing the exercise, which could be very short, it could be like, you know, just three minutes, or it could be 20, I discount it. I don't know why, but I look at it and go, oh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But if I wait, you know, even an hour to read it, then I see the wisdom that is there that for some reason I don't accept immediately. But I can once I put it down and pick it back up. So I don't know if that will happen for you. And that might not be a part of what happens for you at all. You might be able to read it and get it and enjoy it right away. And if so, good for you. But if you struggle with reading it and you go, this is crap and I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Put it away and go read it later when you're not as attached to it. And you might see there's some really good info in there. Number 22. Sprinkle purple sparkles. Okay, I know this is a little bit crazy and this is my own personal brand of magic, but I made this up back in my days of offering Reiki healing sessions, which I don't really do much anymore. But anyway, I still use Reiki for me and my husband and whoever might be around me that needs it. One time I was working on one of my best friends at the end of the session when I was smoothing her energy feel down 
Right as I was done, the idea popped into my head. I was standing at her head, her and her feet were at the other end, and I just thought, huh, I'm just going to send some purple sparkles from her head to her toes, down her body. That was, you know, just the idea. The intention was to share something a little bit special. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. I just did it. The thing is, it turns out she could feel it. And she specifically asked me, what did you do at the end? It was amazing. What was it? What did you do that was different at the end? And I was like, what? And I'm like, I sent you purple sparkles? Over the years, I've come to think of these sparkles as my own brand of fairy dust or pixie dust or whatever. I don't know what they are, but they are absolutely magical, and you can sprinkle them on yourself, too. A good dose of love and magic on yourself or anyone, any recipient who wants a little love and magic or who could use some and who couldn't. I I highly recommend sprinkling yourself with some purple sparkles, especially on a day you are not feeling too magical, and you will enjoy the shift. Number 23. Make a wish at 11.11. Now, I'm sure you've heard of this, but since I'm gathering 30 different things, I figured why not put that one in too. 11.11 is supposed to be a very powerful, magical time. When you see that on the clock, make a wish. It's amazing how sometimes I go through a period of time where I'll see 11.11 a lot. I also see 3.33 and 4.44. These are all master numbers. But 1111 is the one where you make a wish, and that's just a tradition at this point, I guess. If you set an intention, you will start seeing 1111. You have two chances every day to see that, right? And so when you see it, when you notice it, stop for a moment from whatever you're doing and make that wish and send out that magic or send out those blessings however you want to do it. You can make a wish for yourself or somebody else. You can use it as a magical time. It is very magical, so leverage 11.11 whenever you've noticed it. Number 24, wear or hold crystals. I adore crystals. I've used them a lot. I certainly worked with crystals a lot when I was looking for love, and, you know, first I wore a, I had rose quartz, and then I upgraded to pink tourmaline to really work on my heart, and go deeper and then I went to ruby because ruby is really about passion and love and I wore it on my engagement ring finger you know so that it would be closest to my heart I don't know I think these things work I love gems I love crystals you know I also discovered that I used to think this idea of having to clear your crystals was nonsense but one day the woman who cleaned my house I had I had left the crystal that I meditate, it's kind of a big chunk of quartz on the couch. And so she, I had also left my sage wand out. And so she cleared it for me. <laughs> it's an extra little bit of cleaning. So I didn't know she had done it. I knew she'd been there clean, but I didn't know she was going to clear my crystal. So anyway, when I sat down on the couch to use my crystal, it was buzzing, buzzing like crazy. Like my hand was lit up and was vibrating. And I was like, what the heck is going on with this rock? And I called her. I'm like, hey, did you do something to my quartz? And she said, yeah, I smudged it. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) I guess it really works. Duh. Anyway, 
There's a lot of crystals. You could meditate with amethyst. That's supposed to really open up your third eye. Or you could hold on to bumblebee jasper, which is like orange and yellow and black and gray and white. And that's supposed to be very joyful. I can't get enough bumblebee jasper, so I'll have to do an episode on crystals. In the meantime, you can wear them or hold them. Charge them if you want. There's lots of things to do with crystal that are very magical. Certainly, you could set up a crystal display on your altar as well. Number 25, be intentional about your clothes. You need cheering up. You want to lift your energy. Wear yellow if you like yellow, which is such a sunny, cheerful color. Or maybe put on something in your favorite color. I love turquoise. And so when I'm feeling a little funky, I'll put on blue and turquoise, and I always feel so much better. The power of color is super magical and very vibrational, right? It will absolutely change your energy. There's a lot to color therapy. You want to feel more loving or loved? Put some pink on. There you go. Maybe you don't like pink. Pick something else that makes you feel fabulous. You want to feel abundant and prosperous? Wear something green. That's when you go get your malachite too, right? Because that's all about abundance. Color can change everything. So be more intentional about what you choose to wear every day. Ask your body or your mind what it needs and then follow through. And the other thing is treat yourself to looking good because when you look good, you feel good. Pay a little attention to what you choose to wear and how you're presenting yourself to your world, even if it's just for yourself, because it can make a big difference in how you feel. Number 26 is gratitude walk. In the morning, walk around your home and bless everything in it. Express your gratitude for what these familiar items bring to your life. You can walk into the kitchen and thank your stove and your refrigerator and your microwave. Or you can walk into your family room and thank your TV or your computer for their service. You can bless your couch and your bed for their support and comfort. You can thank your shower for its flowing, cleansing water. Just a few minutes of these blessings and expressing gratitude, your energy will be substantially elevated just for the simple things you already own. We don't take the time to do that. I don't know about you, but sometimes I swear at my printer and my computer. So every once in a while I think, oh, let me bless them. Let me thank them. Let me express my gratitude for them. There's vibration in everything. So why shouldn't they experience some of your love and appreciation too? I guarantee you there's magic in this and you will feel uplifted when you do that. 27. Plan your day. If you just took a couple of minutes to think about what you want to do that day at the start and how you want to feel, you will find your day goes closer to plan. This is called pre-paving. I have to say I've used pre-paving a lot and I love it, love it, love it. It totally works for me. You're paving the way to have a good day or for whatever it is you're about to embark on. When I go on a road trip, maybe I'm just driving a half an hour to see a friend or whatever, I literally visualize getting in the car, driving over there, arriving safely, easily, and then see myself getting back in the car, driving home, getting home quickly, easily, and safely, and back into the garage. 
and feeling excited that I had a wonderful trip. You can do that for short trips or long trips, and it just is paving the way for having the kind of trip that you want. I love doing this. So you can do this for your day. You can do this for a lunch. You can do this for meeting new people. You can do this for anything, a business transaction, for anything that's going on in your day. Pave your way to a more magical day. 28. Call upon any magical person, real or imaginary. Oh, you might choose to connect with Merlin, who's really classic, or a deity, or a real famous spiritual person, alive or in spirit, or fantasy, to get in touch with magic. You can do characters out of the books, out of a book, so you could talk to Harry Potter, Hermione, or whoever you want. Allow others to help you build your own magic by reaching out consistently over a period of time. You will come to have a relationship with these magical people, real or fiction, and they will be a source of wisdom and guidance. And you can call upon any magical person, real or imaginary, to try your luck, and I guarantee you'll feel more magical. Number 29 is create and use an altar. An altar is a sacred space that you create with items that have meaning for you. So you might have crystals or images of deities or spiritual people. You might have a guru or Jesus or Mother Mary, whoever it is. Candles, symbols, shells, acorns, incense. It's your altar. Flowers, water. Uh, once you have this area set up, which can be relatively simple, just like on a windowsill, or filling the entire top of a table, then be sure to use it, right? That's how you put the energy into it and make it more magical. Do any of these rituals that I've been talking about at your altar, and you'll enhance the space and energize it as well. And this way, the minute you get to your altar in the future, the energy is already moving, expanding, and reflecting who you are. So that's a perfect way for creating more magic in your life. And here we are finally at number 30. I know I've gone on longer than usual, but number 30 is a magic shower. Now, I use showers, imaginary showers for a lot of things, but this one really is awesome because you're going to imagine a shower that showers magic on you. It's going to rain down on you. So you can make it any way you want. It could be an outdoor shower. It could be a shower that's like a column of light. It could be anything you want, but you might have like one of my favorite things to do is imagine that there's an outdoor shower and I, in my mind, I go to this special magical outdoor shower. It's beautiful. It's very zen with the colors and the stones and everything like that. I step in, I turn on the water, which comes out immediately the perfect temperature and it's a magical shower. It just rains down on me filling me with magic, cleansing me of what isn't magic, opening me up to all the magic that is all around me and to a lot of these showers, as I was saying. So I invite you to try a magical shower for yourself. And in fact, you could just do it in the shower. When you go and take your shower, stand there for an extra minute or so and just imagine that magic is raining down upon you raining down in through into all of your cells throughout the inner part of you, throughout the 
exterior part of you and into your energy field, filling it with the magic that you love and desire and enjoy and deserve. So there you have it. 30 simple ways to enhance magic and connect with more magic daily. I hope that there are a few methods here that appeal to you and might become a part of your morning ritual or any time of day that you want to use them. Anything that helps you connect to the magic in life is good, good, good in my book. In closing, for all those listening to this episode, please take a moment to close your eyes now and feel the magic purple sparkles I'm going to be sending your way. It doesn't matter when you listen to the podcast or when I created it. All that matters is that you believe you can receive the purple sparkles and your will. That is my intention for you. So here they come, purple sparkles of love and magic. I just want to ask that if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone in your life who might need a little bit of extra magic coming their way. And thank you from the bottom of my heart. That's the center of my magic. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to like this episode if you enjoyed it. Write a positive review if you feel inspired and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Oceana Fortuna reminding you to share your love and seek magic every day. Music